All right, we're back, guys. We had a little uh, little bathroom break for our. Uh, we're we're really getting into this. We're uh, we're we're uh, we're really getting in the nitty gritty of this. Um, so now we're at the uh, the big reveal of um, of the first Iron Man suit. What did you guys think uh, about that? They um, they build it in secret in their uh, in their little cave dungeon. <laughs> I mean, I had just written down, yes, he's secretly making the <laughs> Iron Man suit. Right, yeah. When they first, when he, especially when you kind of first see the, the the mask or whatever, and they kind of hold it up to the light, like that, that's a pretty cool, like that's a another kind of iconic moment of uh, of it. What did you think, Jesse? Um, I wrote down, like once he gets out of the cave and they're all outside and mm-hmm. he's like, my turn. Right. And it made me think, and sorry, if, do you watch Game of Thrones? I don't. Okay, well, this might be a spoiler for some people, but it made me think of not can... today. In oh, got it. Game sure. of Thrones. That's not a like, spoiler. Not today. Well, you know, some people might not have watched the most recent sure, thing. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but it made me think of and Arya Stark, Tony Stark. Whoa. That's right, Whoa. Tony Stark, the lost, the lost child I just of Winterfell. I thought it was cool him saying my turn, and it was very similar to Game of Thrones right. being like not today, being yeah. like, you know what, this is me. It's, I'm gonna fuck yeah, you guys it's, up. It's always fun yeah. in in movies when when there's a character who's been beat down, who then you know gets the upper hand, and then you you really get that comeuppance as as the bad guys. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool, and I like how. I think when I first saw the movie and they, I, you know, see him building it, you think it's going to be the suit that you see, you know, in the trailer. You think it's going to be, you know, the fancy one. And I'm like, how the fuck are they going to make this thing in the cave? But the fact that it's this very rudimentary, they literally have to like weld him into it to yeah. uh, to, to get it working. And it's, you know, it, it's running on this reserve power and it's it's just got, you know, flamethrowers and very kind of, uh, you know, um, uh, a basic uh, weaponry on it. But he's still able to... To, to escape and, and it's still and a very away. impressive uh, yeah. invention. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, 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 um, no uh, complaints about that. I do wonder, and again, this goes back to the techno babble and the arc reactor and what the arc reactor does. Um, but the fact that he is able to fly with it and that, and you know, that that's part and parcel just with the character he flies all the time but normally with rockets and shit like that i think you need like fuel like you need like jet yeah. like how how this you know which is essentially a battery you know it's like a it's a mini power plant in his chest how that is able to you know uh create you know thrust and that kind of thing uh uh but again you you kind of you you let that slide because that's just part of the fun um we didn't talk about um the the lead terrorist guy who's actually who i don't know if they ever say his name in the movie, but I but I looked up the the cast list and that character is Raza. Um, did you guys? Again, he doesn't have much to do other than to just hang out and look scary, but he does a good job of of doing that. I felt like of just being the intimidating uh, uh, terrorist guy. Yeah, I mean, didn't they say he was like the biggest mass murderer? Isn't that something that oh, they maybe. said? Oh, maybe I didn't him? remember. I wrote that. that down. They were like, "Oh, yeah. he's the biggest mass murderer," and I was oh. like, "Whoa, that's crazy to yeah. think about, especially yeah. you know with how we are with mass murders." Yeah, yeah, you know, happening. Yeah. now and um, uh, yeah. So yeah, we we don't have to dwell on that because unfortunately the guy doesn't have a whole ton to do no. other than to be sort of the 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 misdirect again. Uh, you think he's the the big <laughs> the bad, bad guy, guy and then not. later on when they start finding the pieces of the suit, you think, oh shit, he's gonna get a suit. When it actually turns out that it's Jeff Bridges who's who's the who's one who, exactly. who gets the I suit. I definitely thought that yeah, yeah. it was going to be like a rematch of sorts. <gasps> right, right. Which it, yeah. it, which it turns out to be in a way, but but not who you think, think is is, is gonna be he's the. 
just the a one. pawn in yeah. Jeff Bridges' plan. Yeah, and it's cool that later on, that when Jeff Bridges makes his evil Iron Man suit, that it is sort of just a souped-up version of that of that original one rather than the one that Tony Stark makes later on, which is much sleeker and more form-fitting and that kind of thing. Which I think um, points to how it's entirely Tony Stark's creation. Like, yes. he's yeah. the, the mind behind right, it. They right. couldn't do anything other than yes, replicate exactly. it. Exactly, yeah, 100%. That's really, that's, that's, a, that's a, cool, um, uh, a cool thing about it. Um, yeah, so the, we get our first kind of big, I guess you could consider the attack on the, uh, the, the convoy or whatever in action sequence, but this is the first true, you know, big action sequence of the movie. And it's, um, I thought it was fine. It's not super flashy. I mean, other than shit exploding and, and there, I, I, I liked when there's one part where the suit is kind of, it's very cumbersome as he's trying to get through the tunnels of the cave and one guy just walks up and tries to shoot it. And the bullet ricochets and just oh, hits yeah. him. And that was that a very, was cool. that was a very like Indiana Jones uh, feeling kind of uh, a thing to me, where it was just you know kind of shows that that this this isn't just this isn't you know made of 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 tin cans. Like he he actually you know put uh, some effort into this. And unfortunately, during this part is when Yusuf, or not Yusuf, I keep on to call him Yusuf Yinsen. Uh, when Yinsen dies by by saving Tony too, because he's got a whole battalion coming after him and he grabs a machine gun and, and distracts them so that Tony can I was escape. so impressed by Yinsen just I running into the fray like I, that. Yeah, I was just like, and when you find out that his family's dead, it kind of makes more sense, you know, yeah. a, a minute or two later. Yeah, I love that last line and he said, don't waste your yeah. life. I wrote that down like, too. I wrote the I, and whole that, thing that he said, my family's dead, I'm going to see him. And yeah. he said, like, this was the plan. And that clearly is and something like, that, oh. that resonates with him as a character for the rest. I It's a very much, one of the, the, um, the the more well known superhero origin stories is is Spider Man where he where Peter Parker uh, you know gets bit by a radioactive spider and he gets these superpowers and originally he's using them just for his own you know gain and then he has his uncle Ben who is sort of his moral compass Peter Parker's moral compass and he dies but he's the one who tells Peter Parker you know with great power comes great responsibility and all this kind of stuff and it was kind of an analog for that I felt like and the fact that again we probably the Yinsen probably has 15 minutes of, of screen time, you know, max. Um, but within that short amount of time, you care about it. And it, it's, a, it's a stone cold bummer when like when yeah. he dies, man, like it's. Oh, yeah. I wrote. It, oh, so sad. Yeah. I not not to the point where I was where I was getting choked up. But it is like, oh, it's like you really wanted because he was Tony's, you know, partner in crime. And he's he was sort of the the audience um, surrogate in that point where where Tony's making the arc reactor. And he's like, oh, what's that? How does that? And Tony's like, well, this is the arc reactor. And I made this and I need palladium or whatever. the. the and um, so he is kind of like our stand. In, in in those moments when he's first building the suit, and and so I think that's another reason why you have that connection with him because he is kind of the the you know the audience um, the audience is you know I, I use the word surrogate I'll just use it again he's the audience surrogate um, so yeah it's think, it's really sad yeah when he does I, I might I might be missing something but um, I, I believe it's the first time that we see mm-hmm. Tony care about someone other than himself when Yinsen is dying like it actually affects him right right because he because because I think they say I think he literally says like we're getting out of here I'm gonna build this and we're gonna bust out of here you and me we're in it together you help me build this thing you help me find my true purpose in life and and all this kind of stuff and 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 I think uh, it made him think about his own family because like skipping a little bit ahead to when they're at the press conference when mm -hmm. he gets back he said 
I never got to say goodbye to my dad. Yes, again. So yeah. it, like that yeah, 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 happening yeah. probably brought him back. Like right. he did get to say goodbye to Jensen, but you know, yeah. obviously we don't. You and I don't know what happened to his dad, but yeah, that probably made him think, and then it makes him think about you know these weapons we're yeah. creating. You know, they're killing people that we were supposed to be protecting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, not not too much about the, uh, other uh, facts about. It. I, I did kind of like when he blasts off, and you think like, "Oh shit, this is awesome!" And then again, it kind of immediately takes the wind out of the sails with him <laughs> crashing like like ten seconds later. Yeah. Um, but but that's that's again fun and showing that this isn't like this, this isn't that he's such a genius that he can make scraps into this you know super sophisticated you know suit that it becomes. Um, but, but does show that he has the, you know, the ingenuity to, to make things. One of my favorite moments in that action sequence is all the, be- right before he blasts off and flies away when he's trying to get out of the cave, they just have a shot of all the terrorists, you know, with their machine guns pointed at the, at the tunnel and the tunnel is black and you just hear the, 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 the stomping of the footprints before mm-hmm. it comes. Have you seen, um... Have you seen uh, uh, *Inglorious Bastards*? I have. Uh, yeah. There's the uh, there's the there's the bear Jew who's the guy who beats Nazis to death with the baseball bat. Right. And there's literally a shot that's almost exactly like that. And and this came bef- out before. And I'm you know it, I think it's a fairly well torn well trod uh, movie trope of of you know hearing the thing as it's before it before it finally comes out. But but I like that a lot. I thought that was uh, that was really cool. So um, yeah. So he he lands in the desert. He has to wander through it's jesse uh when when uh after he crash lands and he's just kind of wandering through the desert there's just one shot where he's got like a he's got like his shirt over his head to and jesse jesse was like oh shit who's this guy <laughs> thinking that it was like another villain like I showing up for a second when it showed him this? in the distance at first I, I didn't know that it was I, him. And, i know yeah. and i honestly thought the same I thing i was like oh wait else? is that like, even I though i'd like... even though i'd seen the movie yeah i was I, I was, uh, yeah, um, uh, I was like, wait a minute. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I don't, does he just, does he just wander upon, like, I can't remember how he gets found. There are some it? helicopters that are flying oh, overhead and he God. signals yes. them. That's yeah. right. Okay, got it. And then and then he gets back home and um, first person, first one of the characters that we've already met that he meets is uh, is Rhodes and they have a nice little hug. He's like, yeah. he's like, I've been in this cave for so long. How, like, and so that was a nice little bro moment shows that they're, that they, that, that it's not just sort of a, a superficial friendship just because they both happen to be, you know, in the in the war uh, industry <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Um, so so that I, I wrote bro bond. I Aww. wrote that in my notes uh, that when they had a the little hug, Tony um, gets uh, gets back to America. They um, he holds a little press conference. But before he the says press right conference, away, he's like, I want an American cheeseburger. He wants, he wants. And I was thinking, you know what? If I was in his position, that'd probably be the same thing. The only problem is. What kind of cheeseburger? Did you guys notice what kind of cheeseburgers Burger he gets? King. Burger King. Come on, guys. Is that what it was? Yeah, it, was it was Burger, Burger King, King cheeseburgers. <laughs> and uh, I personally would want a Wendy's uh, double cheeseburger if I, uh, if I was or coming Or a spicy home. chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken sandwich would be good, too. But if I wanted a burger, if I wanted an American cheeseburger, I would probably want it from Wendy's personally. Adam, do you have any allegiance to any of the fast food burger chains? You know what? All? I don't, but I have heard yeah. good things about... I. I'll tell you the truth. I don't yeah. know if I've ever been to Wendy's. Really? Yeah, That's I shock. know. I mean, not yeah. whatever, but it's... But, um, We've got a Wendy's virgin. We yeah. got a Wendy's virgin. I, I know. Well, now I'm really curious because <laughs> I've heard Can it. we pop your Wendy's? 
I Cherry? that's yeah. the next podcast is uh, is fast food virgins. I'm absolutely okay with that. I'm down for that because there's um I don't know if you growing you've ever... up you you you're from um from uh, Massachusetts Connecticut Connecticut, Connecticut. excuse me uh, New England I remember yeah that. Um, very close yeah. what if you if your family was going to a fast food place where th- this is getting way off topic but I am curious uh-huh. that's what this podcast is also about we're learning about each other right um what what would have been would have been McDonald's it would have been McDonald's okay. but I don't think that wasn't really a geographic thing because we had sure. Burger King we had Wendy's yeah, I think it was yeah I do think that the McDonald's yeah. was probably closest to our right. house right. but um yeah. we had all of those I think it was just coincidence sure, sure. um but yeah I mean there's this uh I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Bill Oakley. I think his name is. He was a um, a, a very uh, a central person in on some the of the yeah, yes. one of the most yes, yeah, yes, yes, some yes, of yes. the like you know most classic Simpsons. Yeah, uh, I, I know who you're talking he about. He now does uh, reviews of fast food places. I, I've heard I, out actually because he's been on another podcast. There's a podcast called um, Doughboys that that uh, reviews chain restaurants, and he's oh, been okay. on that podcast. Yeah, and um, he as speaks very highly promotion. of the yeah. Wendy's Burger, and so yeah, now that yeah. I'm hearing that. <laughs> You know, you, if you had to go if with an I American to, burger, you, you know, know, they're probably better. Like we we are recording this in Denver, Colorado, um, where they're you know we have Wendy's and Burger King and McDonald's. The the sort of regional ones here are like Good Times, which I have not. I've had a burger from there, and I wasn't I wasn't super blown away by it. I think you know uh, we have Shake Shack out here, which is very good. Um, Jack but it, in the Box. Jack in the Box. We have. Um, we don't have. Um, uh, what's the big LA one? In and out. In and out. In and out is by is, far. If I was. If you if were coming back Tony from Stark, from slavery, I would be in like, a, please a... get me in and out. <laughs> that would be amazing. Are there five guys here? I think I th- there is. Th- I believe so. Yeah, I think I, that's a national. I, quite good. Yeah. I went to school in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. Bear down, go Wildcats. <laughs> um, we had a Five Guys open, and it was like a big deal. We all went. We waited in line. It was really good. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up in Florida, where there, um, again, you, you have. I always consider the big three: McDonald's, uh, Burger King, and Wendy's. But we had um, what a burger was was sort of a. That's a, a southern Florida, thing, right? It's a southern um, chain, which is. I which don't is think fine. I've ever had it. But honestly, I've I've had burgers there, and I I'm a Wendy's man myself. So that's I like that's Wendy's. My, uh, have you been to? I believe I'm not sure if this is limited to the South, <laughs> but Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers was um, a thing. Um, there was it was more. That's more of like a. I, I consider that kind of like a red. Robin, where it's like a restaurant that specializes in burgers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fuddruckers, yeah, was, was a thing. A and that was when I was a little Same. kid. We should probably just get Wendy's after this. Maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I remember Fuddruckers being, since, since it sounds so so dangerously close to the F word, um, being like the fun thing when you're, a, when you're a little kid to be like, let's go to Fuddruckers. I said Fuddruckers, mom. I didn't say buttfuckers or whatever the... The connotation that they're trying to make with that, but uh, well, all right, moving on. Now that now that we've now that we've sorry. really hashed out Tony's burger choice, um, uh, I'm sure Burger King must have paid money to to have it in there because because oh I, yeah because honestly of the again of the big three I think I mean McDonald's is sort of the 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 Coke to to all the other ones Pepsi but but Burger King I think is lower on the especially in recent years I feel like I've heard that the quality of of ingredients and whatnot has kind of dropped. 
Um, I've heard that as well. Yeah. All right. Doesn't matter. We don't have to get into uh, <laughs> get into the cheeseburger stuff. So Tony um, throws a press conference, and uh, and immediately, I mean, right off the bat, is just like, I'm done with weapons. I'm 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 done with all this. Doesn't really go into what happened to him with it. He's just basically he just saying, wrote, I saw young Americans killed with the weapons created to protect them. That's true. And, and that goes says. back to seeing that Stark Industries logo on on the bomb and stuff Side like that. Note, Gwyneth Paltrow's makeup on point. Oh, really? <laughs> Thank I you. wrote that down. I saw I her was makeup ask, was on the point. Only, I have uh, like comments of like outfits and stuff. Oh no, you should, and please where as I write we, down the only one that I had an opinion on was was her uh, sort of evening gown uh, later on when there's I another. Liked it. Uh, I know. I thought she looked great. Um, Something that I noticed yeah. was that he. He has all the reporters sit down, and he right. sits down. That's with right. Them. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and I thought that was cool, but he almost yeah. immediately stands up <laughs> right. to continue talking, and they're all still seated. So it was a little odd. Yeah. I heard that that was actually in my in my research on the trivia for the movie. I heard that that was like an ad lib that that Robert Downey Jr. thought it would just be funny if he's like, "How about we all just sit down?" And all, all the extras were like, "Is that are we okay? Okay, all right, we're sitting but, down." But that fit because uh, right, right. that's what reporters would be exactly, doing. They'd be yeah, like, "Wait, right. what? We're sitting down." <laughs> Okay, right. I guess. Right. So um That's true. So yeah, and then Jeff Bridges immediately sweeps in Obadiah Stane. Um and uh you know, he's I, I just love Jeff Bridges, man. Like he's he's great in he's pretty great. much anything. And he's so great at playing like the smarmy douchebag of like, all right, guys, well, enough questions. We're we're moving on now. And then, you know, he immediately is in Tony's ear about about being like, why would you do you're destroying your father's legacy and all this kind of stuff? And and it it definitely helps um uh, and, and it comes more th- it's not as prevalent in this movie but in later movies they really dig in and again as I said when we when we learn about the fate of, of Tony's dad and his relationship with his dad you kind of you kind of find more about the the daddy issues that he has but but yeah that's a thing too where it is I feel like if if Tony's company, you know, is was his dad's wife. You know, I feel like Jeff Bridges' character is like the new, is like the stepdad in a yeah, lot of ways. That's what um, I felt. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, um, I, I thought that was fun. And then immediately after, we get another um, jarring, not jarring, but uh, uh, another uh, uh, painfully obvious um, reference to the year that this movie was made. Because as soon as he uh, makes the announcement that he is not go- that his company is not going to make weapons anymore, we cut to a clip from Mad Money. The Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer. <laughs> Jim Kramer. And him, uh, you know, doing his wacky fucking shtick about, you know, don't buy or sell or whatever. And he's like, Tony Stark, who's this guy? He's he's running a weapon company that doesn't make weapons. He's a seller. And it's just like, oh, God, I forgot that that dude existed. Oh, he did. was one of the worst. Oh, yeah. And he got in a bunch of trouble, too, for like inside. I feel like for. For for talking up companies that he had already that he had been invested oh, in or something. So? I again, guys, do not. Uh, I don't want to be sued for libel or anything. <laughs> but but I feel like there was some controversy uh, uh, about that several years. Well, I do recall John Stewart going in on him quite yes. a bit. Yeah for, yeah 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 yeah. Hundred like, percent. At the very least, treating it like a game. Right. If not yes. outright giving right. you know Where, harmful like, this advice. Is, yeah, it's like you're talking about people's life savings like it's a fucking like game show. Right. Like, this is ridiculous. I, I do find it, it's, it always feels 
it's like fun, but also feels a little surreal when you have real media figures yeah. in these types of movies. Yeah. Because a lot it's of these very, superhero yeah, movies jarring. have this yeah. where they get yeah. real personalities yes. to do that. In the most recent um, Mission Impossible movie, Wolf Blitzer is in it. Oh. And um, and, and no, no, like the, this is a minor spoiler for, for the most recent Mission Impossible movie, but it's Wolf Blitzer giving like a news report about some attack that happened and then literally two seconds later they cut to the fact that it wasn't wolf blitzer it was a guy disguised as wolf with a wolf blitzer mask because they were trying to fool this other terrorist into thinking this attack had happened and it's just like yeah i don't i don't really like when when movies kind of bring in this real world um stuff there's maybe it's just so when we see it Later on, we'll know. Oh, that was the time. That was right. so 2008. It, it worked so because yeah, you know, I was immediately now, uh, like thinking. That's so 2019. Um, yeah. So then, uh, so so after that, uh, that great Jim Cramer cameo, <laughs> um, that's when we get into um, where, uh, which w- what I think is really the first really bonding moment, um, romantically at least, between um, Tony Stark and Pepper Potts. Um, which is when she has to change the battery uh, in his chest, um, which I thought was a fun, like yeah, uh, a fun scene where she yeah. has to, that. That's where we were talking about how he literally has this gaping hole that you can see, you can stick your was... whole fucking hand. To, like when I'm thinking, I'm literally right now motioning like my fist to my chest and trying to imagine how deep you would have to like, she like, she's like up to her wrist, like in it, like, like in his chest. It's ridiculous. And it's literally, I'm, I'm feeling my yeah. chest there too <laughs> right now. It's right where, It's not. What is it? Your sternum. Yeah, I think the sternum. Yeah, is the middle rib section. A whole lot of bone there. Right. It's like the center part of your ribcage. And you know what? I I would I would bet dollars to donuts that there's shit behind that too. That there's probably a heart and some lungs and some other stuff. Uh. So so yeah. It's it's kind of funny, but but again, I liked her being like, "Are you okay? Are you sure?" Like that's exactly how I would be. Oh yeah. Like when you fell and hurt yourself. It's very cute. I freaked out like that too. And when he and he, you can't really tell if he's fucking with her or if he's like legitimately like there there's a part where she's pulling out the old battery and he's oh, like yeah. and he's like don't pull it all the way and literally as she's pulling it all the way as out he's like don't pull it all and he's like you pulled it all the way out what the fuck it like great well now i'm gonna die and it's like yeah. that kind of thing and i think i think again i think it, it was probably just him kind of messing with her on one level but uh but yeah it was it was a cute uh, uh interaction between the two of them she didn't know what the game operation was. That's, oh, yeah. That is shocking. I that for too. A, uh, yeah, you don't even have to be that well-versed in, in uh, popular culture or anything, I think, to know that. That's a fairly classic... Um, game, uh, for sure. <laughs> and it was funny how they did show us what happened when she touched the edge, and it was right. a zap, and it, and it was quite a zap. like <laughs> right, right, operation. Right. Yeah, that was fun. And then, speaking of goop, uh, when she uh, when she reaches in and she's like comes out, and she literally has like weird like ectoplasm or whatever the fuck all over, all over her, her hands <laughs> it's like and he says he's like she's like ew it's slimy and he's like that that's just a repulsor magnetic gel or whatever the fuck and it's like all right sure tony um but but yeah and it 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 does make it seem a little more real that it's not just you know something that they screwed into his chest so that that was fun that gave it a little uh, a little a little weight um, so then, uh, then, so now he's decided I'm not making weapons anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm shunning all my business responsibilities. I've got to make something of my life because Yinsen told me not to waste, uh, not to waste my genius and my, uh, my, my humanity and whatever. 
And so he that's says when he's we working into... on something big. Yes. Right. And that turns out to be the the official uh, um, Iron Man Iron Man suit. Um, helping him out with this, which is something. Oh, actually, I wanted to mention one more thing about when um, when she's pulling it out. She's like, why can't you have somebody else do this? And he says, I don't have anybody but you. Um, that yeah. was That's really. So and it is kind of and you kind of and even even again with the limited time that we've had with him, you can kind of tell that even though he's this this successful rich guy that he is kind of alone and that he, he she's the one that he that he trusts and that he, you know, think, you know, that he has um that he's able to show his true self towards. And now that he's, you know, being a more genuine person, it's nice that she's the first one that he, uh, that, that really helps solidify the, the romance between them that she's the one he trusts enough to, 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 you know, change his battery. And then when she finds him later on, when she finds out that he is Iron Man, you know, he's just like, oh, well, you know, what, what, what do you expect? This is man. It's another um, good example of how yeah. smoothly this movie is able to transition between Comic moments yeah, and sincere Definitely. moments. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So, um, so then we go through the whole montage of him, uh, you know, going through the trial and error of of building the new suit, which I thought was really fun. Um, I loved uh, the his his robot helpers, which are just like the the arms that are kind of like the things that you would see like building cars in an auto plant or whatever, and how they kind of you know get the how they kind of become like his pets. Um, the, the, the cloth. And, and in fact, at one point when the, when the, when he's dying and he has to replace, uh, his, his fancy new battery with the old one and the robot brings it to him. Jesse said, the claw oh, yeah, uh, from, uh, from, uh, oh, from Toy Story. It did. Uh, it reminded me of the claw. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, it's, I mean, the whole thing is, is a lot of fun. The, the, um, like the video camera footage I liked a lot where, where it's sort of, you know, he's like test one, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to fly and float in the air and flipping, you know, having too much thrust and flying and, and, and flying smashing over the cars. The, right. Yeah. Like that, and that I was whole like, thing. Those cars are hot cars. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it shows that this isn't something that he just, that he just whipped up overnight, that, that it actually took like some, some thought process to, to get all this done. And when he, you know, when he first completes it and, uh, you know, when he's flying up in the air and it, it ices up because he's going too high, like that shows that and like, he hey, takes he's that not... little kid's ice cream. Oh, that's right. When uh, he's flying by like a Ferris wheel and that's he doesn't Santa take Monica. the ice cream. No, but... he did. The little kid had like the and it top fall, of the ice cream. No, but it falls oh, off I the... I thought he took it. No. <laughs> I thought he took it. I was like, that's a solid move. He's a, and that's a very, you know, that's something that I think Spielberg is very well known for where there'll be some big action thing happening and then they'll just show the random passerby like noticing and, you know, well, they they like flying over the, the cars and the cars being like, what? Because yeah. it's in LA. Right. So like, I remember driving yeah. in LA. There's a lot of cars yes. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and another thing that, um, and another, and, and this is a, a character who, who, um, uh, is played by Paul Bettany, um, British actor, uh, is the voice of Jarvis, who is the, the voice inside the suit. And I love the interaction that he has with Jarvis where yeah. there's the part where he's, um, where Tony's like trying to figure out the color design for it. And he's like, why don't you throw a little hot rod red in there and jar? And it's literally a computer. It's literally an artificial intelligence. It's not a human being, but the, but the computer's like, oh yeah, very subtle. Yes, of course. I forgot how, so, like how, how much you, you love restraint or whatever. <laughs> um, it's, it's really fun. And that, and that character, um, is, is again, thread threaded through the movies and kind of gets more of a personality as the movies go along and, and, and more, I won't spoil anything, 
but uh, but yeah, Jarvis, the uh, the artifact, and um, I think Jarvis literally stands for uh, just a really. Just a really virtual intelligence system, or something like that. Oh, okay. um, yeah, it's literally it's uh, there's that that's sort of an Easter eggy kind of thing because apparently Jarvis was Tony Stark's uh, butler, like for his family when he was a kid. So he named the AI Butler Jarvis. Oh. It's again, that's that's just uh, just just a little Easter eggy kind of stuff. Um, so he gets the suit working. He's he's super stoked on it, and then we get. Um, and then we get another romance kind of thing, which is when he he finds a present waiting for him in his workshop, and it's his original uh, uh, battery arc reactor in a in a in a case. And what does it say, Jesse? Do you do you remember? I don't remember. I'm blanking at the moment. It I says, believe it says. Can I give it a try? Absolutely. <laughs> it says something along the lines of. Yeah. Um, this is proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Absolutely, hundred percent. Is that it? And again, that's yeah. That's so adorable. Again, shows that I Pepper Potts knows that, that Tony's reputation as being this cold, you know, yeah. doesn't care about anybody but himself. And and yeah, I I remember getting. Um, I remember that. Now, uh, guys. Getting getting some little goosey bumpies uh, uh, when I first saw that the first time because it's like, oh, it so cute. The pepper loves Tony and they just can't they just can't be together because she's his boss. Um, all right. So uh, after all that, um, then we go to yet another gala. You know, when you're a billionaire like Tony Stark, you got to go to galas. You got to go to galas. All it, it, it's a gala. See, um, <laughs> thank uh, you. Uh. Thank you, guys. Um, and uh, this is I, I, I feel like um, especially since he recently passed away, Stan Lee, the um, one of the founders of, of Marvel Comics, who makes um, a brief cameo in in um, every one of the every not even every one of the MCU movies. But he was in, he has a cameo in, in the Spider-Man movies. And again, it's like it's either one line or they just kind of the camera kind of pans and you see him given a given a weird look or whatever. Um, and so in this movie, it's when uh, Tony's walking into the gala. He says, hey, Hef, or something like that to um, to this oh, old man yeah. wearing like a... And yeah, that is Stan Lee. You that know is, what? Um, I thought to myself, that's not how I remember Hugh Hefner looking, but I guess I just, yeah, I never I got thing. a good look at like, him. I was like, right. is that Hef or not? Yeah, yeah. And, R.I.P. Hef as well. Yeah, and especially in the, um, like in the Spider-Man movies, like in Daredevil, it's literally like Daredevil, like, stops him from crossing the street and getting hit by a car. It's always like some weird little shit like that. But in the Marvel movies and the MCU movies, it's usually something fun. It's usually something like he usually has a funny line that, that, um, that, that kind of gets thrown away. And so in this, it's just funny that, that it's him. He was probably, I mean, oh God, I think he was in his, he, he passed away just last year and I think he was in yeah. his early nineties, maybe late eighties. Right. I mean, he was, he was, he was up there. He had a good run. Um, and always just, again, I've never met him. I never, <laughs> shocker guys, never met Stanley in person, but he always seemed like <laughs> such a sweet guy. Um, and, and so I, it's, it's fun. There was an these... outpouring of, uh, of love oh, for absolutely. him when he passed. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was really just into it and he was the guy, I mean, he was the dude who, who was running the show, you know, for, for 40, 50 years or however long it was. And, and so, yeah, so, so shout out to Stanley. We love you, buddy. R.I.P. 
Um, so then uh, I'm trying to see what happens in the uh, through my notes. What you know exactly goes on? Well, I they think... dance together. Oh, that's right. So we get more. She has the dress. What is... All right. Her... So Je- so Jesse going yeah. to f- 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 fashion to um, steal from Gilmore. Guys. I liked her dress. I thought it was really pretty. Nice, I wrote that her like, hair was cerulean on point. Blue, yeah. yeah, it's a pretty color. Her hair was on point. I do like um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's hair a lot in this yeah. movie. You know me, I'm a sucker for for redheads. I and this was sort of a strawberry blonde. Um, That's a pretty color. Pretty color. And uh, yeah, and she and Tony, they dance. There, there's a little bit more uh, sexual tension going on. And I loved and, the way uh, he was like looking at her, which yeah. was super cute. And then they go out on the balcony, and she's like, "Oh, I'm getting she, she's getting all hot and bothered," and has to go out and get some air. And they come this close, this to, close kissing. to kissing. And then I don't does someone interrupt them, or is it or is it just him being like, "This isn't right. Like I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Uh, I can't remember exactly. I'm I think not it's. Sure I think it literally is him just being like, you know what? I you're my you know I." I respect you. Again, it's not like him being like you're not you're not uh, worthy she, of me. She it's does more like mention something about yeah. how he treats other women. Exactly. So she know yeah, because she knows who he is, and she hasn't seen that he's now turned a new leaf. And I think that's why by the end of the movie, you know, the the romance has blossomed a little bit more because she yeah. sees like, oh shit, you have changed. You are dedicated yeah. to this. Well, I I get where she's coming from. I wouldn't want to just be another right. Notch. Yeah, I think sure. this is the sec. The gala is the second time we meet the FBI agent. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, I completely forgot it because that is a that is a major plot point of the movie. That is Agent Coulson, who is a character who um, who recurs uh, throughout uh, multiple movies, and he is a representative of Shield, uh, which is a ma- which is um. He never he doesn't say shield up until the very end of the movie. And the, the entire time in the movie he he says, Oh, I'm from the and I wrote it down because I, I there's no way I would remember what shield stands for. But he's he says, Oh, and, and he just pops up very randomly. And and to the point where I'm curious what you guys thought what his deal was. Um let, let's segue to that real quick. Because he he shows up, I think, after the first press conference and he says, Oh, I'm Agent Colson, I'm from the Strategic Homeland uh, Intervention and for, Enforcement and Logistics Division. And everyone Everyone keeps saying, wow, that's a mouthful. Right. Um, did you guys have any thoughts about that? And, and at the very end of the movie, he's the one who's kind of um, protecting uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. So he does kind of serve a, a bigger purpose later on in the movie. But, but as he keeps popping up, did you guys have any thoughts about him? At the very end when he says, oh, we're now we're just called S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. I've heard of that before. Absolutely. Because it's a major, major thing in the Marvel Cinematic I, Universe. I still honestly don't know really anything about what it is, but I knew it was something and it was a big deal in the Marvel yes, Universe. Yes. And so when that reveal I thought was really cool. Yes. I was like, oh, that's Definitely. why they kept bringing up that right. name. Right, absolutely. Because, yeah, because you, you, you hear Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division, and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, I thought it was just guy? a joke about how, like, bureaucracies yes. often have Good big point. names. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But then at the end where he's like, just call a shield, then it's like, oh, shit, that's right, that's a thing. Um yeah, yeah, he's um he's a fun character. He do, again, he doesn't have a ton of screen time on this other than just trying to get Tony's attention and 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 failing throughout most of the movie. Um but uh but yeah, he's a character who um who has a has a fairly large role um you know th- through threaded throughout the movies and then there is a Marvel television show 
called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, and he's pretty much the main character of that show, just based on the popularity of the character from the movies. Oh, okay. Um, so, so, yeah, so that's how that, um, that, uh, that plays out. So did you, when you saw that guy, Jess, did you think that he might be a bad guy? Or did I you honestly think that didn't remember him Even remember him? Right it's so I'm brief. I mean, lie. it really is. I, I almost that's for, why I've been sitting here quiet, right. because I was trying to be like... <laughs> Do I remember him? I'm so yeah. sorry. He's just the FBI agent guy, short, like, buzz Yeah, cut. I remember yeah. him now. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, oh, it took me a minute. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that that's fun that that he... And then um, and then again, with the, the, the end credit scene, when we, when we meet uh, Samuel L. Jackson, and he says he's from S.H.I.E.L.D., that kind of helps, helps connect you know, it. Uh, connect it together, too, when you find out that... Um, Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury, who's the you know the the leader of Shield, or the not the leader, but the the high highest higher up guy. Anyway, whatever. Um, so uh, so yeah, so he's having the uh, the sexual tension with Gwyneth Paltrow. Tony is, and then that's when we kind of get the first glimpses of Jeff Bridges' character being a little shady a because that's guy. when. That's He's when a bad boy. Yeah, that's when. Um, and I love you know I love any time in a movie where. I'm trying to think of another example off the top of my head, but where, where somebody reveals some piece of information to someone in a situation where they can't react because when Tony runs up to, because the uh, Miss Brown, the sexy reporter lady, she runs up to Tony and shows him the, the, the pictures. pictures of the weapons, you know, in the, in the terrorist, you know, enclave or whatever. And she's like, Oh, you're telling me that you didn't know about this. And he's like, no. And that's no. when he runs up to Jeff Bridges and Jeff Bridges is like, look, man, this is what we do. And, uh, and w- when he's telling him that is, is right. Like when all the press are trying to take a picture and he's right. like, let's he's take like, a picture, picture time. Right. That's another one of my favorites. <laughs> I don't know why I love that. But he says when Tony confronts him, he's like, let's take a picture, picture time. Yeah. And, then, and he's like, who do you think did the, who do you think sent the, you know, the, the order or because, because earlier in the movie, they're saying that the board of directors is going to try to oust Tony. And he admits to, he doesn't admit to Tony that he tried to kill him, that he was the one who orchestrated the the kidnapping. Yeah. But he does tell him like, look, man, I'm, I'm, I make weapons. This is my job. You're fucking with it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to put up with this. Um, yeah. This so, is when, cause he goes over yeah. to Tony's place earlier yeah. Yeah. to tell him the board had right 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 uh, when he brings the pizza right and oh, i didn't want to yeah, point out yeah. i don't know if you noticed when he finally yeah. offers tony a piece before right. for him to take before <laughs> right, he goes right, back right, downstairs right. to work on stuff yeah. uh if you looked at that pizza it looks burnt and gross it looked <laughs> terrible i just i i know that like in movies and tv oftentimes they have food that's been like right, sitting right. around or it's not even real yeah. food yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. i do kind of recall that where he's yeah because and that's a funny thing. And again, Jeff Bridges can't. I think he just can't help but be charming because the dude is just a j- just a, a charismatic person. But um, where he's like, where he's like, well, I'm not going to give you any pizza then if you're going to have this attitude. And he's like, all right, take a piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I like. I don't know. I just love little little touches like that. Um, There's so, a scene that I wanted yeah. to touch on yes, that please. happened, I think, a little bit earlier. Sure, sure, sure. But sure. it's um, it's not a major scene. But there were a couple things I noticed. It's yeah. with Rhodes, and yeah. he is. We have kind of glossed over him a yeah, lot. Yeah, well, again, like we yeah. said before, you know, yeah. he's in some ways he's not all that sure. memorable. Sure, but, sure. Um, there's this scene where it's they're in some sort of airplane hangar of sorts, and oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. leading around this group of men, yes. and he's giving this speech about oh, yeah. um, about basically drones and right. talking about this, um, uh, you know, the 
benefits of having pilots versus unmanned aircraft. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He, he has this quote that really caught my attention. Yeah. Uh, Rhodes says, no unmanned aircraft will ever trump a pilot's instinct, his insight, that ability to look into a situation beyond the obvious and right. discern its outcome sure. or a pilot's judgment. Yeah. And that caught me because this yeah, was yeah. 2008 and this <laughs> was early into our our in use of drone Absolutely. warfare. Yeah, because I remember that was a big thing during the Obama administration. Right, and it was something stuff, that yeah. the Obama administration yeah. really ramped up. And the way that he said that, where he was like, uh, you know, it, no unmanned aircraft will ever trump the instinct, insight, yeah. and particularly ability to look into a situation beyond the obvious. Right. And I was sure. thinking to myself, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, like something that's not quite obvious, like whether that's a wedding or a terrorist <laughs> right, cell, right. that type of thing. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, that, that's one of my favorite dark jokes is um, what's the difference between um, a children's hospital and a Taliban um, training camp? What? Don't ask me. I just fly the drones, man. <laughs> um, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. there's, there's one of my favorites is there was a picture about a, a year or two ago of George Bush was at some wedding I don't know whose and um, there was a there's a picture of him where he uh, he photo bombs like he's oh, in, really like he he you know makes a goofy yeah, face you know yeah. like he does uh -huh. and somebody online commented like man after all these years George Bush is still bombing weddings. Uh. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, it but just no, it just caught my yeah, attention. That's funny. Oh, and then, and then, I remember him saying that. Yeah, and then Tony goes like, "Oh, what a, what about a plane with the, what about a pilot without the plane or something like that?" Kind right. of alluding to and, the suit. Yeah. And I was I was kind of pissed by how uh, glibly Rhodes just brushed him like didn't yeah. even want to hear what his idea right. was. He was and Where I guess like, it this was is the modern day Da Vinci dude. Like you yeah. should be listening to like yeah. I get that you're <laughs> angry at Tony because yeah. you know weapons is your thing and right. you're probably offended, right. but like. Yeah, you should hear him out at least because sure. it is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other piece is this yeah. is where that weird gay joke comes in. There oh, was, please. When yeah, they yeah, were yeah, talking yeah. about manned versus unmanned aircraft, there was some joke that one of the you know pilots yeah, that was with the, Rhodes like, yeah, made was... about someone else like you know m like man being manned or something oh, like that overseas really? Dude, yeah I, that completely I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. really oh i like i heard it and i was I like can, oh my god that was a very 2000s gay joke yeah that's such an easy link to make between unmanned oh you mean man oh you know about manned <laughs> fighting or and then the other guy was like don't even joke about that some people will believe it and it's like <laughs> holy okay. shit wow i kind of want to go back and just watch that scene yeah i don't remember that's that at amazing all. how that's did i it's fun about watching these me. like early two thousands oh, yeah. movies to catch those things and be like that would not fly today. Like, yeah. that's it's amazing not okay. how recent it was. Ten years oh, yeah. ago, not yeah, but not, still. Yeah, so, we're not talking about in the seventies. Yeah, we're so much about, has changed like, in terms of yeah. you know the types of jokes that are considered oh, acceptable. Oh yeah, yeah. Jesse was talking about Gilmore Girls, and that was a show that was on in the in the two thousands. Um, like probably. Well, I, do you know when it started? Maybe late. In, I think it was something like ninety nine to, to two thousand seven. Yeah. Around. yeah, something like yeah. that. And there there was a joke because because Jesse had me watch the whole series, and I liked it. I I liked yeah, going I seeing you, the whole I thing. You, I loved it. I yeah, you yeah. But there, was, it but there are some jokes where it's just like it. yeah, and I I don't know. It's like something she says to Luke or something. I don't know. We don't have to get into that. Anyway, so. 
Uh, so Tony um, hears, you know, about how his weapons are now being given to these insurgents, and he's he's obviously not happy about it. And he's sitting on his couch in his in his little workshop, and he's watching the news, and he's seeing you know about this village or this this area in presumably Afghanistan or somewhere in the Middle East that um, that is being you know ravaged by the same group that that captured him, and uh, and you know decides he's going to do something about it. One point I do want to bring up. Um, uh, about that scene is he's sitting there and he's working on his suit as he's watching the news. And he literally has a, he's, he's got the, the armor on his like left hand and he's, he's like working on it with a screwdriver with his right. And the screwdriver is fucking like two feet long. Like <laughs> it is like, like it's literally like he's holding like his arm out way out here and then, and sticking in it. I just needed to bring that up because I was like, that is the longest screwdriver that I've ever seen I in my entire life. I don't know if that gives you more torque or whatever, the longer <laughs> it is or, but, but I just thought that was hilarious. So, um, so now we're moving on to the next um, uh, big action sequence, which is um, Tony saving uh, saving all the villagers in his in uh, his first outing uh, with the suit. What did you guys think of that? Any any uh, particular moments that stuck out to you from that? I know Jesse, you liked it when he had the. Um, at one point, they have a bunch of uh, villagers hostage, and they they've got them at gunpoint. And he just kind of stands there, and he his computer targets all their heads, and then these little guns pop up out oh, of his shoulder, yeah, and, and just goes the- puke and and uh, and and just kills like like six like guys all at once, which was which was again very very reminiscent of like Indiana Jones, in my opinion. I and thought that, that kind was of thing. awesome, and I yeah. wrote down little kid and his dad because there was the dad they were about to kill that guy, yeah. and then right in front of his kids. And then he didn't die. The, before and Tony shows little, up, like it's it's upsetting it's, shit going yeah. on in yeah. that village. Like it's people getting dragged out of their homes and about to get shot. Like you said, shot in front of their fucking kids. Like it's it's um it, it definitely builds up the moment of when he arrives. You're like, oh thank God that 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 definitely. he showed up because you're because it is it, as much as you can do in a PG thirteen movie. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't you know uh, anything too graphic, but but it was but it, but it, but it was you know just like holy shit, like thank God that that he showed up, and it, it definitely makes you root for for uh, for Tony a little bit more. Another thing um, that happens in that action sequence, it, it's funny that they use like these because uh, when he does the sniper thing where he kills the six guys, it's not like this like it's not like he's shooting missiles out of his thing that like blow these guys up. It's just like ping. And then they're just like dead, and there's not like a lot of blood and guts or anything. And then a few minutes later, there's a tank that um, that is you know down the street or whatever, and he has a little he has a little rocket that pops up out of his out of his arm, and it's it's the same thing. It's not like it's not like a big fireball going to. It's like it hits the tank, and it's literally like a ting, like it makes like that noise. And then he turns around, the classic you know the classic yeah. action hero thing, because cool guys don't. There's um there's uh, an Andy. Sandberg, um, uh, like Lonely Island, um, uh, music video that they made once called Cool Guys Don't Look at Explosions. And it's literally <laughs> just clip. It's, it's a song, but all, but like the clips of the video are just shots from action movies of, of action heroes walking away as shit explodes in the background. And it immediately made me think of that. Uh, I'll show you guys um, after, after the podcast. Or, or it was a great point. moment, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's always cool when, when, and again, it is that kind of thing where it hits the tank. And then you're like, oh, it didn't explode. And then he turns around, and it's like it's literally like a like a one, two, and then boom. It's like that that sort of delayed reaction is fun. And 
And um, yeah, it's not really like a super, as far as action sequences go, it's not a, a crazy thing. It's not like he's jumping on buildings and, and all this kind of like stuff. And it's not like a, like yeah. my thing that I was going to, yeah. I even wrote down, yeah. boy fights. There wasn't really like fights. He doesn't, yeah, it's he doesn't like, like get into a Blowing brawl. shit up yeah. and... Yeah, just argue, killing the bad guys. Arguably, the more action-packed uh, part of the sequence is when he's flying away, and then the jets come, and the yeah. jets are chasing him down, and they're trying to shoot. They're shooting missiles, and he's shooting the flares to blow up the the missiles going after him. That part was scarier to me than the than the previous <laughs> scene. Yeah, yeah. how so? I agree. Why so though? Oh, because I mean. They they almost got him. Right. Well, true. Okay, I got yeah. it. I thought it was just. Well, I mean, yeah, it was, they don't know. I, they I thought didn't you were know what he was. Of the, of the, the incompetence of the military. No, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, too, like, the, like the terrorists were no match for him. But sure. now he's trying to, right. you know, outfly yeah. two military jets. Yeah, and again, yeah. it does show yeah. that he's he's trying to, you know, he's got to readjust. Like at one point, the the booster rockets on his arms and feet, you know, stop working, and he's falling through the air, and he has to kind of readjust himself. Because especially in the later movies, I mean. He's doing fucking corkscrews and he's flying through buildings and he's he's you know he's very agile. But they do a good job of showing that like he's not an expert at this. Like he just built this fucking thing like a week ago. Like he's still figuring out the the kinks of of it. Um, but yeah, and it was cool. And um, I like when um, when he calls Rhodes um, uh, to tell him to tell the jets to stop firing on him. And he's yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. And he's like literally holding on to the bottom of the jet. I like that. That that's very reminiscent of a. Something like that happens in Star in one of the Star Wars movies where they they hide on the side of one of the star destroyers. Like they literally like land the the they land the Millennium Falcon on the side of the of a star destroyer that's chasing them, and then oh, they can't yeah. find them and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a, a cool thing that happened. And then uh, let me see what uh, any other things uh, from that. Uh, oh, one one question that I did have. We we talked about how I had issues with the fact that he uses that the arc reactor is his power source that powers his jets. I'm curious is what is the range of this suit because he lives in he lives in in like Malibu in California. He flies to Afghanistan with this right. suit. Yeah. How long did it take him to get there? How fast can this suit go? How much power like like does it take to get like cuz that's literally like the opposite side of the fucking planet. I wasn't like how did thinking he thinking about that? I was just like I he's, totally he's, was. A, he's yeah. a superhero. <laughs> I hadn't like, thought of that either, yeah. but I I do think it seemed like from the that sequence with the jets yeah. that he can fly as fast as a jet. Absolutely. But Which is probably 900 miles per right. hour or whatever. Even but still, even you know, still, it would still flying take you... to Afghanistan yeah. would be what, like a 10 hour, 12 oh, sure. hour Oh yeah. Trip? yeah. That would be yeah. very tiring. And I'm just imagining imagine, him just, imagine just, just flying just being through the, in the <laughs> air. Right, right. Absolutely. Your arms have to be really yeah. tired. Can he like take a nap in the skin? He just put it on autopilot and be like, I'm going to take a nap. Jarvis, nap. you fly. Jarvis, you fly. Uh, yeah. The classic <laughs> joke, you know, I, I, you know, I flew here, you know, yeah. and uh, boy, are my, boy arms are my arms tired? <laughs> like this one, this would boy, actually apply. Is boy that are his my, arms would be tired. Boy, are my hand repulsors tired? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So that happens. He saves the day. Everyone's happy. Um, he lands back home, and that's when um, Pepper finds out. Um, just a brief little sequence, but it's fun. He he's trying to get his machinery to to take the the suit off him, and he has the the little joke about, "Oh, this isn't the worst thing you've walked in on." Oh me, yeah, me doing, I remember which that. Is, which is fun, and uh, and again shows that his his trust for her that he's you know he's not worried about her finding out. Uh, 
about his secret. Toward, at the end of the movie, we find out he doesn't give a shit if anybody knows uh, the secret right. that yeah, he's Iron he's Man. Because he's like, I am Iron Man. Um, which is something that when we get to that, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts uh, were on that. Um, I, but, I do want to say that, yes, um, you know, even though I've seen other a couple other Marvel movies, I mm-hmm. know how Iron Man works with how he flies and all the, you know, some of the cool weapons he has. Yeah. It was still really, really exciting when he finally got the suit to work the way he yes. wanted and he was flying yeah. really yeah. smooth. Like yeah. that really excited me. Yeah. It is like the baby bird, like, like, like taking the, the first few, like fumbly kind of flight. And then, and then when he finally nails it and he's got it down. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, they, they know what they're doing with, with getting, oh yeah getting the, the tingly is going. Um, so then uh, right after that scene is when we finally learn that Jeff Bridges, he's not just uh, a, a corporate scumbag. He's, he's a legit scumbag. Uh, because that is when he goes to the Taliban camp uh, and talks to Raza, I believe. Uh, yeah, Raza. And that's when we find out that he orchestrated the whole attack on his uh, on his caravan, or caravan uh, his convoy, and that he was trying to... They took, Other than the fact... The, I don't know why he wanted to get rid of Tony beforehand. I was unclear on that as it well. It seemed like things were going fine. It, it would have made more sense if he tried to get him killed after he decided that he didn't want to have them make weapons anymore. Right. Um, I had the same thought. Yeah. So it, 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 later maybe on. Maybe he just wanted to take it over. Sure. That's, that's yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, what he just wants it to be his company. Sure, sure. He doesn't want to have some young yeah. stud. And that's you know. basically what he says to Tony yeah. a couple scenes later when he reveals to Tony that it right. was him. He basically yes. says, I built this when he company. Uses the paralyzer, yeah. so the paralyzer whistle, as I, oh, as I call yeah. it. So considering he's enough of a piece of shit to send right. Tony overseas to get yeah. him killed, like right. it would make sense that he'd be petty enough to just, you know, kill yeah. him because he resents that he runs the company. Like I could see that fitting with his character. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. So, so, um, yeah, I, again, when I first saw the movie, I think I was, it's not like a, it's not like, Oh my God, Jeff Bridges is evil. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like it's yeah. not like a, a real shocking twist. I'm but wondering it's uh, if you know it, whether that, device mm-hmm. that he uses on Raza. Yes. The, the that, paralyzer whistle, as, yeah. I, as, I, as I've dubbed it. Do you know if that has some sort of um, backstory in the Marvel Universe? I don't know if if it ever appears like in the comics. It never shows up again in the movies, I will say oh, that. Okay. That's not really a spoiler. Even though you'd think that would be a pretty convenient piece of technology. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and the way that he just uses it, and then yeah. he uses it again later and, and kind of references like... He does say like, oh, it's too bad that that they wouldn't let us use it or, or that it was banned or he yeah. says something to, oh, to that yeah, degree um, when he uses it on Tony later it on. It almost felt like it was a reference to something. something existing. It could it yeah. very well could be to to something in the comics, but but I, yeah, it is it is one of those things that's that's conveniently used in 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 the moment and then kind of forgotten about after this movie. But but yeah, but sorry, what, what were you gonna say? Well I do wonder um though that if I understood it right, it appeared that while he was in the tent with Raza mm. explaining, you know, he reveals he right, behind that, oh, the head. You were, yeah, you were supposed to kill him. You weren't supposed to, you know, have him build this thing and blah, blah, blah. And, and that's, that's when we he, also realized, yeah. you know, Raza 
it's like he lied to Raza. Like right. he ba- like he tried to get Tony killed on the cheap. Like right. that was a little <laughs> a little odd. Like right. Yeah, you're 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 a billion dollar company. It's like how much are these yeah. guys gonna be asking? But then he leaves the tent, and the way it looked was that his security forces had now rounded up the terrorists, yes, yes, and then yes. he ordered them to shoot all the terrorists. Right. Save they, the suit because they they because because they show intermittently throughout like they every every you know ten minutes they show the terrorists kind of getting more and more pieces of the suit. And then he says, take the suit, kill the rest of them, blah, 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 whatever. What I didn't get, though, was, I mean, I I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but I'm wondering if Raza shows up in a future Marvel movie because mm-hmm. it doesn't appear that they killed him. They seems right. like they killed everyone else. I will say... Oh, um, yeah, that's a good question. Um well, now I don't. Well, fuck it. It's too late now. Um, he does not show up in any in any later. Oh, okay. Uh, and and you know, I think that it is kind of implied because because doesn't he say to him, he's like, oh, you'll like this will only paralyze you for fifteen minutes. Not that that matters. He says he says something to that extent to him. Oh, where so he's like, you it's got not the impression matter. that he's yes. getting killed too. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Where okay. where he's like. Where he's like, if you could move in 15 minutes, that'd be great, but it's not going to matter because my people are going to kill you anyway because you've given me what I need. And, that and, makes and, sense. And blah, blah, blah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, so uh, Obadiah Stain, get those Obadiah Stains out. Um, he, uh, he gets the suit, and then we cut to um, Tony meeting up with Pepper again. And this is where they have their first kind of um, uh, uh, a fight a little bit because she's like like... She, because now she knows that he's Iron Man. She's seen on the news that there's yeah. this this weird thing, and she, you know, basically says, "Oh, you're going to kill yourself." And and she's obviously developing feelings for him, and she doesn't want to pursue those if she thinks that he's just going to wind up, you know, dying from from these heroics that he's pursuing. And he asks her to uh, to go and hack the computer because he needs the. He needs the five. I don't. I don't fucking know what he needs. Right. I think he wants. He wants the shipping manifests or something like that from the, from Stark Industries to find out where else they've been sending the weapons to or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think. I think he wanted to know where else. I think he also yeah. just wanted concrete proof yes. that yes. his company was double dealing right. behind his back. And why the company would have a paper trail for selling weapons to terrorists is another. There's a whole nother <laughs> can of worms uh, yeah. uh, that, that we don't need to open. But but uh, yeah, that's kind of funny. And that's when, uh, again, anytime there was... Uh, um, the original conceit of this podcast was just to focus on the romance, but I realize there might not have been enough to fill up a, a whole episode with that. But uh, anytime there is kind of um, touching moments is... When she's kind of yelling at him about how he's going to kill himself, she he says, oh, you're the only person that I have. And then she says at that point, she says, you're all I have, too, you know. Yeah, um, I remember so, that part. That yeah. was the thing I, I wrote down, so, too, um, that so I yeah, So, yeah, so that's, yeah, again, her having genuine concern where it's like, you're not just some asshole. Like, you're you're a good person, and I don't want you to to, to, to do this, you know, crazy thing that's... Because I think she probably thinks that, you know, it's just him, you know, chasing thrills or or whatever. And not realizing that this is something that that they need until the end when the big battle happens. Um, so uh, then, uh, oh, so then we get to the point where my one of uh, again probably in my top three, if not if not favorite scene of the movie is uh, that's when we get the the Jeff Bridges freak out at his at his scientist team because now he has the suit. They're reverse engineering. 
uh, you know, all the stuff to make it bigger and badder, but they need the power source. And that's when he freaks out and, and uh, you know, the scientists admit that they're not as talented as, as Tony Stark was. And he uses the paralyzer whistle on Tony and yanks the, uh, the, the thing out of his chest. And it gets very, um, uh, you know, uh, speechy where he's like, he's like, Oh, Tony, you're, you know, you're the greatest weapons maker in the world. You made this like, this is, uh, or he says, um, he says, Oh, when I killed, when I ordered you killed, uh, I thought I was killing a golden goose, but you had one last golden egg to lay. And it's the, 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 the classic type of, uh, you know, villain reveals villain his plan monologuing kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then we have the, it's a pretty, oh, actually before that, I'm speaking of 10 sequences, when Pepper's trying to, um, hack the computer, um, that's a pretty tense scene in yeah, my opinion, very where, oh, yeah. was very where she's out. trying to hide it from, and he walks in and, uh, and yeah, they, they did a good job of being like, oh shit, if he finds that, if, if he finds out that she's doing this, then, um, they never really... Again, we're, we're we're ramping up to the to the final battle, and what Obadiah's plan is, what Jeff Bridges like, what what, what his thought process is through this whole thing, never really makes a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. Um, where when he you know he builds this giant suit, and it's like okay, so you built this giant suit, and then you just decide to go out and start fucking smashing up traffic and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. It's like let's say you beat. Tony like let's say you won like let's say you kill him it's like how are you going to cover up the fact that now this weapon that you've built you've been wreaking havoc like on the city with like kind of yeah thing. I hadn't thought about that but you're right yeah. it's not very well thought through right <laughs> right and he does not give a shit at all when he's like yeah wreaking havoc on everyone like Tony Stark is at least like yeah wait let's not kill these people like when he has that car with yeah. the kids in there right right and they're like freaking out and he's yeah. obviously like not trying to let them die one more line that i wanted to point that i that i liked for i don't even really know why i haven't really delved into to, to what it means to me on a personal level but i like when he when he paralyzes tony and he's ripping the 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 arc reactor out of his chest he um he says, "Oh, you think that just because you have an idea, it belongs to you?" And oh, yeah. uh, I I kind of, that resonated with me in ways that I don't really understand. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I kind of like the uh, yeah the fact. It, it, you know what? Uh, oddly enough, again, this is branching off into nonsense, but it kind of makes me think of like Star Wars, where George Lucas had the idea for Star Wars, he created it, he made these movies, and now it's been passed on to this new generation. And a lot of people are kind of pissed off about it because they're like, well, it's George Lucas's thing. Like he he came up with it. So any movie that comes out after that is just fan fiction or, you know, doesn't really, you know, it, it's not really part of the canon or whatever because it doesn't come from that original, you know, mind that that came up with these ideas. And it it does kind of bring up the point where it's like, well, yeah, okay, but that doesn't mean that these movies don't have merit and that they don't, right. that they're not fun and that they're... He just inspired other people to keep it going. Sure, that's, sure. That's and Tony, with the arc reactor, inspired Jeff Bridges to, to make <laughs> a giant killer robot. Um, and, and speaking of which, let's talk about the, the final action sequence, which... Honestly, a little underwhelming, mainly because of the problems that I already mentioned about the, the motivation of, of Jeff Bridges and and what um, you know what his end game was. The end game uh, was if he were to uh, you know succeed with, um, with with killing Tony Stark and, that piece, but also yeah. the the fact that Tony was 
significantly hampered in his ability to really fight back because sure. he was working off he's, of the he's old using arc the reactor. Old one, right, hundred percent. Which is another fun thing. It, it's sort of it's sort of that not well. Actually, I will say ticking clock because literally Jarvis every you know five minutes is like, sir, we're at eighty percent. Sir, we're at forty percent. Sir, there's only fifteen percent. If you use that blast, it's going to use up all your reserve energy. I was about kind of to mention that because yeah. I really liked the yeah, line I where like he that. keeps doing that, and then right. Tony says, "I can see it on the screen. You don't need to keep saying it." <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, part. I lo- yeah, I love like little uh, dialogue things like that, and that's that's another thing that I wanted to um, uh, point out that that I think is a good touch in the movie is some of the problems with with past. Um, uh, superhero movies, especially any movie where the actor's face is covered, and this happened in the early Spider-Man movies, is it's impossible to emote uh, during an action sequence or during some dialogue between the villain. There's there's a scene in the first Spider-Man movie where it's Spider-Man and the villain in that movie is the Green Goblin, and they both have masks that completely cover their faces, and so the entire time it's just like them having this serious conversation and their heads are just like bobbing back and forth as they say like Spider-Man like you must realize that that the people will turn against you eventually and Spider-Man's like no you won't and it's like since the faces are not moving at all it's just like watching you know like talking it's it's hard to describe but one of the genius things that they did is having that in suit uh, like close up oh, it's a great, where yeah. they where you can see Robert Downey Jr's face and 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 they do that throughout the entire movies and that was whoever came up with that fucking deserves a raise over at Marvel <laughs> yeah. because it's genius because it's a great workaround for for not being able to cuz there's literally a part where he's talking to to Obadiah as they're having the battle. And I think it's when they both fly up into the sky and, and he's trying to take him too high in the air so that the so that the suit will freeze because he knows that from earlier in the movie. That was and, really great. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great callback to uh, again, it's it's I, I like when movies kind of drop those breadcrumbs uh, that that pay off later on. Um so uh do, 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 do. Sorry, I'm getting to the... And, um, and just yeah, to yeah, say one other thing about that in the suit um, view, it's another yeah. way that, just like with the humor, that they keep their heroes pretty human in yeah. in these movies. Yeah, because then it's not... You're not just seeing... because And I think a lot of people probably before they... Before again, Iron Man became like a household name. Probably thought that it was just like a robot man, or like he was like a cyborg or something like that. And so to show that no, there is a human being inside of this thing, and um, and uh, yeah, that's um, that makes it uh, that 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 yeah, that just adds a connection. That that looking back, I'm uh, again, I'm really uh, I'm really impressed with that uh, that aspect of the. Um, of the movie. Oh, one more thing before the the final battle is um, he's uh, he's he's suiting up to to go fight Jeff Bridges, and then uh, Rhodes, Terrence Howard comes in, and there's a little allusion to to the sequel because he flies away, and Rhodes turns, and what's in the corner of the room is another Iron Man suit waiting for for oh, someone yeah, to hop in. That. Oh, um, so and he said, and he, "Keep the skies clear," and he said, "Next time." And he says, baby. "Next time, baby," when he see because he sees the suit, and he's like, "Oh." So, so that's a little allusion to to what what might. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything, but what might happen further um, uh, with Rhodes. So, um, yeah. Uh, moving on, any other um, stuff from that final battle that uh, you know it, it, it 
you know, it's a pretty standard, you know, they're, they're smacking each other and then, you know, they have to over, overcharge the, the power plant, the big arc reactor. Yeah, that piece, I wasn't clear it's, on it's, why it's Jeff confusing. Bridges got electrocuted and, right. Tony, and Tony didn't. didn't. <laughs> right, right. Maybe his suit is made of, of something else or, or whatever. They never really uh, explain that didn't, too What well. did he say it was in the next scene, like gold-plated titanium alloy or oh, something right. like that? Maybe, yeah. I, I mean, I Iron Man is, is a, a nice, it's a nice name, uh, but it's right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. It's, be, yeah, not not gold, palladium or whatever the fuck. Um, and, uh, oh, one more thing I wanted to mention that, that kind of bothered me about the last battle is um, at the end, you know, Tony is, his suit's kind of, you know, falling apart and he has his mask up and um, and then Jeff Bridges opens the the mask part of his of his giant robot suit, which is like like in ten feet tall and you know eight feet wide. That's it's this huge. big hulking thing, and I'm just wondering how is he articulating the arms in that thing because his arms can't be in oh, the arm. Yeah. He's That's literally he must have little joysticks or something that he's working inside the body because otherwise his arms would have to be you know like, like he would have to yeah. have like yeah. a and, 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 and there's and no, when you think about it that. That way it seems kind of ridiculous. <laughs> right. And there's it's, no um, suggestion that he's been like practicing right. or anything. No. Yeah, how like, is he able to? Right. Like, yeah, like yeah, especially yeah, yeah. because like when Pepper goes yeah, why is into he so, that area, like yeah. it's like the wires that were connected to it, it makes it look like this is the first time it's been taken out. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like the, yeah. I hadn't thought about the fact sure. that it's so big means that it isn't just him moving his arms. There right. must be he's there controlling the levers. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, a little bit of a leap that we have to take. But. Uh, again, yeah, it's it's little nitpicky stuff. And from the reviews that I've read, most people love every bit of the movie except for that last battle because it is mm. it, it does it just does kind of turn into just two big robots punching each other. I mean, I still um, drink. I I drink whenever it there's was a, a boy man fight. fight. There were boys boy in fight. those. Uh, That's something in... I discovered during Lost. Every Have you ever, time did you watch was... Lost? Drink during a boy fight? Did you every ever watch Lost? I didn't know. In well, Lo- I guess men. But I call them boy fights because right. it's in, in the two t- men fighting is such a boy thing to do. In the TV <laughs> show Lost, it's like literally every fucking episode. There's like a fist fight between so two I characters, a and usually game men. Where I would drink every time there's a boy fight. And Jesse so pointed it out. In Lost. And and it and it was kind of mind blowing to me as someone who had watched the show when it originally came out. And and I was like, wow, they do. They, there's a lot of just pointless, like like just fist fights that happen over little bullshit. And that's why I call them boy fights because it's pointless. But you know, exactly because because you know what? It's not men fights because men don't fight. Men boys use, fight. Men use their words. Yeah. Boys fight. Um, boy, but boys, boys fight. fight. That's why they're boy fights, not um, man fights. Yeah, so. men Absolutely. use drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, and the, so the arc reactor again, Matt, a great ex machina uh, or Deus ex machina in a lot of ways because th- there's really no explanation as to how it works or why overloading it is going to do it. But but yeah, that saves the day, and um, and yeah, and, and everything's great. Uh, Jeff Bridges is dead. Hooray! We're all so happy. <laughs> um, and then uh, we get to uh, sort of tying up the loose ends. We have Tony having yet another press conference. Who is Iron Man? Uh, right. Who is? Excuse me. Who is? Oh, and another romantic thing. And so then um, he's all beat up from the fight. And I I like that she's putting the makeup on him for the press conference. I thought oh, yeah, that was very, very sweet. sweet. And then they're about to kiss. Um, but this time Pepper. Uh, uh, rejects Tony. She's the one to kind of turn away from him at the last second. 
Um, and it's sort of a payback. And I was a little shocked. I was, because uh, again, I've seen this movie and I, and, and no spoilers that those characters obviously end up together. Um, but I was like, huh, I thought, I thought we'd get a, I thought we'd get a little smooch going on, but no, 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 no smooch, smooch action. I was surprised that they, yeah. they decided, oh, we're going to hold off until right. a future movie. Sure, sure, sure. Well, that's what keeps you going. So you'll go. It's just, again, like Gilmore it's Girls. Teasing, Luke man, and yeah. Lorelai didn't get together until season yeah. four. You have to wait till, at the end yeah. of season right. four. Right. Seriously. Take that long. I know. I know. That's what they do. Um, they keep you going. And so, uh, he has the press conference where people are asking him, what's the Iron Man? How do you know? Is this an Iron Man? The Stark is a Stark thing, and and um, were you guys surprised to to hear him to hear him say, you know what, I am Iron Man? Yeah, you he think said, that truth was, is, I am Iron I Man. I am Iron Man, which is I another very iconic. It. Great ending thing. to the movie. I loved it. Yes. I was and really then, yeah, excited, I, and I love that he says it, and then it's boom, cut to cut I, to credits. I didn't. I wasn't sure whether because I knew that most superheroes their real identity is secret. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know whether um, Tony Stark was sure. was known to be Iron Man yeah, or not. Absolutely. And so it was cool to find out. Yeah, I oh, liked it. And, yeah, right. and I think that, that it was a cool decision that they made because, again, not knowing most of the movies that come after, I would imagine it frees them up in a lot of ways sure. where he doesn't have to right. do any of those theatrics of, sure. like, pretending. Right, and, and oh, I've got to hide, I've got to hide my suit so that, because so, these people are coming over and I don't want them finding yeah. it. But somebody also very much into fits the his character. Exactly, which is why it's not such a stretch uh, to, to believe that he would be cocky enough to be like, you know what, I am Iron Man. Um and uh, and yeah, it definitely plays into uh, to the character in in later movies because it, it is like he's not just Tony Stark; he's also Iron Man, and everyone knows that he is. And if there's ever a problem, people are saying, "Why is an Iron Man coming? Why Tony Stark?" And then, like in one of the later, again, this isn't a major spoiler, but in one of the other uh, later movies, it's like some attack happens, and they say, "Oh, well, why didn't you like why why didn't you feel like you you know wasn't it your responsibility since you have this super suit that you should be." you know, saving these people and him kind of wrestling with, with the fact that he can't be everywhere at once. And that, that's what sort of leads into, to, uh, you know, the formation of the Avengers team and that kind of thing. And oh, it all okay. kind of plays into, to each other. But yeah, that's a good point. Cause again, the ma- like the, the superheroes that are sort of the most well-known, you know, worldwide, as I said, you know, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, those are all characters who have very solid secret identities. Batman is Bruce Wayne, and nobody knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. Superman is Clark Kent, and no one knows that Clark Kent, the, the no one could believe that nerdy Clark Kent could possibly be Superman. And Spider-Man, you know, is is, you know, just in, in the comic books. I mean, I think he's just supposed to be like a teenager. And it's like, oh, how could, how could you know, a, a 17-year-old, you know, be this, this super-powered, you know, swinging spider, spider human? Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's pretty cool that, they, that they're just, they're kind of throwing out that, that, that trope of, of movies. And, and that definitely informs um, uh, a lot of what happens in the later films. And, and honestly, and again, this isn't a, a huge spoiler, but most of the characters in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are not, are, are not secretive about who they are. Oh, um, okay. It's, um, it, it, it's, it, it varies from character to character, but for the most part, it's not, it's not like a, a super big secret, you know, it, it's not a major plot point that like, holy shit, if people figure out that I'm really this person that I'm going, you know, I'm going to be in trouble or the people that I care about are going to be uh, you know, in danger, which I think is, especially in the Spider-Man movies, that's sort of one of his main motivations of not 
wanting a secret identity revealed is he's like, I'm strong, but what about my Aunt May and Mary Jane and all these other people that I care about that my that the villain the villains find out about them, then you know, then then they're gonna be in trouble. No, I liked it. I wasn't expecting it. I like you said, most superheroes you don't know who they right. are. And so I was like is he going to say it? Is he, is he going to say that he is? Right. And then when he did, I thought that was and an it, amazing it's, ending. Yeah, like it's very it in line. Move. As Adam said, it's very in line with his character that he, he is. He, you know, he's gotten a little humble in, you know, through through the the adventure that he's had in the, in the last two hours. But he's um, but he's still he's still Tony Stark. He's still a little cocksure and still a little not afraid to, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, show that. And I think he's also kind of proud of himself that he's like, look what I did. I'm so, I'm yeah. so smart and I'm so great. And, <laughs> and you can't really uh, fault him because it, it was pretty uh, big thing that he did. Yeah. Um, and now uh, moving on to uh, something that Adam didn't see. We had to uh, show him. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, because I, I, I failed to uh, inform Adam that all the Marvel movies um, have a, a secret little scene at the end of the credits um, that sort of uh, inform what's going to happen um, in the next movie, or in in this case, uh, for 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 the, for the whole series, really. And um, Tony Stark walks into his house, and who's waiting there? Jesse, do you remember his name? I wrote it down. I don't know if you wrote Nate it down. Nate Fury. Nate. <laughs> You're very close. It's Nick Fury. Why did I write Nate? Uh, Who the fuck is Nate? I don't know. <laughs> Nate, we that's love you. That's his brother. That's that's Nick <laughs> Nate, Fury's younger you. brother. It's on his fuck team. up brother. He yep, he doesn't run Nick. Shield. He runs uh, Barricade, which is um, an offshoot of Shield. Um, the and uh, um, a ballistic <laughs> associate. I'm not going to try that, to go. That's like an improv. We there. There's an improv game our team does where we have to make. Uh, uh, acronyms make sense very quickly, but we won't do that because that's that's going to be a tough one. And um, and you know the balls on these guys having him show uh, on on just the people who made this movie of immediately being like, uh, have you heard of the Avengers Initiative? And and again, any fan, any kind of even ca- even I I would consider myself a casual fan of the comics. I knew what the Avengers were because, like I said, I, as a as a child, I sort of knew of of Captain America and the Avengers being a thing. And um and for them to have the 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 balls really, as I said, to, to be like, yeah, we're going for this. Like if, if this works out, like if it didn't work out, whatever, it would have been some dumb little scene at the end that, that wouldn't have necessarily resonated with anybody. But, but especially now that I've, now that we've seen what the, what this whole cinematic universe has blossomed into, it's, it's pretty cool that, that they were, that they were immediately, and especially that it was Samuel L. Jackson, that, that he's not in, he's literally not even mentioned anywhere else in the movie. And they knew early on, we're like, we want Samuel L. Jackson. He's going to be the guy. Nick Fury is a fairly big character in the comics as, as the, the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. and, um, and so, yeah, to, to cast him before they even knew what, what they were going to do with it, really, essentially. I'm sure they had some skeletal plan of what they wanted it to be up until a certain point. But, um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty cool and definitely, um, definitely gave me, a, a, again, some little tinglies. Um, and guys, that is pretty much it for Iron Man, the first movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do we have anything that we might have glossed over? Anything we missed? Any final thoughts? Jesse, do you have um, anything you want to touch oh, on? I feel like we went over it all. I know. So how... All right. So let's give a final um, summation. What did you... What did you... Uh, let's... Do we want to give it a grade? Do we want to give it a... Uh, uh, let's give it a grade. I'm going to... 
I am going to give Iron Man. I'm trying to be impartial, since especially since I know the, um, you know the, you know it, it's it's hard not to give it the credit that it deserves in, in the fact that it really started this entire juggernaut thing. I would say, just as a, I, I think it's an incredibly entertaining movie. I'm going to give it an A minus. Is is what my grade would be if I had to give it. Um, uh, a grade in school. So not perfect, has its flaws, um, but, but very watchable and, and rewatchable too. As I said, I've seen it, uh, I front to back. I've probably seen it, you know, maybe four times at this point, but it's on TV a lot. And if it's ever on TV, I can put it on and, and be entertained. So yeah, a minus would be my grade. Um, either of you, uh, feel like you, you're ready to, to give it, to assign it a grade yourself. I, I would, basically agree with you um uh, when you first brought up the idea of a grade i was thinking either a b plus or an a minus yeah, um sure. i i really enjoyed it quite a bit yeah um it was like you said it was really fun movie the whole time i yeah. in general like um i don't watch a whole ton of movies right um and part of that is because i don't have a great attention span sure. it's hard <laughs> to stick through like right. two hours got it and I was glued to this. It really yeah, was nice. fun. I awesome. wanted to see what was going to happen next. And the two things that I wrote down about yes. my thoughts yes, after please. the movie was over. The first one was I like Dummy, the the, the right claw. The, the robot, the robot the friend. His, his he was uh, real fun. I, I love that too. Yeah, that um, was one of my favorite kind the, of subtle things. Yeah and, yeah, and the second thing I wrote down was I want to watch Iron Man two and three now. Right. I yeah. really do. Yeah. I want to see it his character you continue hungry to, for more. And and yeah, yeah, it's um. That that's what I mean. Where if it wasn't as strong as it was, it could have derailed the whole fucking thing. And, yeah. and this 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 series of movies that have made I I don't know what the grand total is, but I'm sure it's multiple billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, like just Black Panther itself made like a billion dollars. The most recent uh, um, uh, Endgame, the most recent one that came out, just made a billion dollars. So I mean, it's it's an industry in and of itself. Um, and and you can't uh, you can't ignore that. It's and and honestly, Robert Downey Jr. deserves you know not all the credit, but a huge amount of credit because if that character wasn't as charming and as entertaining as he made it, then it it, it it's so it's one of those things where it's like it's happened, so you can't. It's like there there's no point in wondering like oh well, what if this character was cast different, or what if this was that or that? It's like it is what it is. But but it is it is a, a pretty amazing uh, achievement. But you can't imagine it being anyone other oh, than sure. him. No, absolutely, hundred percent, especially now. Um, Jesse, your thoughts? Final thoughts? Final grade? I'm gonna have to steal your same score, Adam. I would give it a B plus. Okay. Um, Fair. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. Yeah, I, think I, I wasn't was expecting like, you to like I it as much as you did either. I was always kind of like, oh, Marvel movies. I was yeah. kind of never really into action sure. movies. Um, I was not expecting to like it, but I I was entertained through the whole movie. Um, I thought it was, you know... You were awake the whole time. I was, I was shocked. I did not fall asleep. <laughs> um and I thought it was, you know, uh, you know, to go along with the name Iron Man, it was also very ironic that he, you ironic know, builds, <laughs> well, no, that his, his whole job was building, you know, yeah. um, uh, you know, weapons, m- weapons to kill yeah. people. And like, he realizes that's like not what he wants to do. Yeah. And so he changes his mind and sure. becomes this, 
you know, he decides yeah. to use his knowledge and his power for yeah. good and I, to I, save people. I was so going to say, I found I that very I, cool. Yeah, no, I like that a lot because I hadn't really thought of the dual meaning in a lot of ways of Iron Man. Be Iron being very traditionally a very strong kind of brittle metal that that's sort of unyielding and. Um, and yeah, for that to, to sort of inform. Well, there was a lot of irony. Like he almost died by the you by the know, weapon by that the he, weapons yeah. that he created. There was a lot I, of I that, like that in there. Yeah, and maybe just coming from an acting perspective, yeah. where we talk about. Yeah. Um, I forget what method it, it is. Alicia, if you're out there, you can help me. <laughs> She's my acting coach. Yeah. Um, where we would talk about the irony of the scene, what's right. the irony of the story. Yeah. Um, which that's, that's that actually, was something that I thought through the whole thing, and yeah. so I just thought it was cool to see him it, yeah, it, change and, and become this man. And, right. and, and the, all the characters, I was very, you know, I loved watching Jeff Bridges, even though I don't like him being bad <laughs> because I love him. But it yeah. was fun seeing him in that role and, yeah. and Gwyneth, you know, she's awesome. She's Gwyneth. Um, so yeah, um, I enjoyed it a lot. Fantastic. I, agree. I would like to see. I mean, I have to see them all for the podcast, I know, I but I say. want to see <laughs> yeah. the others now uh, well, a little bit I'm more excited. than I did before. I'm excited for you to see them now, and I'm glad that you that you enjoyed it. Like I said, they're um they're most of the Marvel movies are are pretty well received critically. Um, some more than others, but they um the, no one can say that they're not entertaining. And this is a uh, this is a great, um, great start to, to the whole thing. Um, so that's all we've got to say about Iron Man, guys. Um, Adam, thank you so much for, for joining us. Thanks, this was uh, this was quite um, a first episode, if I do say so myself. I had a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for inviting me. I know. We will definitely, yeah, we'll have to, maybe, you know, you might be our Iron Man guy. We might have, uh, when we oh, get to I Iron Man 2. Oh, um, that would be fun. We Yeah, we want to bring in um, uh, some more people, if we can find people who haven't seen the movies, <laughs> yeah. but... But um, but yeah, we really appreciate oh, I can think your. Oh, uh, people for sure. Oh, I know. I the, we we've got enough people that uh that have that have uh, mentioned that they uh, might. Um, yeah, next episode is going to be the Incredible Hulk, um, which is the only movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I have not seen. So oh. I am excited uh, myself to Ooh, see that one. Uh, I know. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Any last thoughts before we sign off? Let's go get a cheeseburger. That's right, guys. I we gotta go. We gotta go get Adam. Honestly, a, 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 want a, a, a Wendy's cheeseburger. Yeah, really cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, we've been Donald. We've been Jesse. We've been Adam. Woo-hoo. You've been the audience. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.